so it's Sunday the 9th of August um, beginning of the month found a video I don't know on Reddit for Chan Paul um, Twitter somewhere like that of unreleased footage from September 11th 2001 uh, quite interesting uh, this is a chat with me and Alex Manasus, and we're going to have a chat, see what's what. Hope you enjoy. Ta. Hello? Hello. Hello. One second, let me get my headphones on. Hello, can you hear me, mate? You're fine, yeah, no problem here. Just making yeah. sure. Can you hear me? Yes, very well. Wonderful. I'm just trying uh, to. So, uh, Alex, you've got me onto anchor with the podcast, and I've got such a large, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Following. Folder. Oh. No, no, no. Absolutely minimal following. Uh, but I was saying, uh, my, my problem is sometimes getting something, getting some information or content and then actually pressing the publish button. So hopefully we could do that tonight. Yes. Just this video I found this week and we've both had, so I've only watched it once. Uh, have you seen it? You've had a look over it yourself. I ha- have seen it. Can you give me some background? Like, why did it take so long to get to come out? Right. I mean, that's the fascinating thing, isn't it? So it's a week, it's been a week on YouTube. I'm looking at it now, the numbers. Uh, we're talking 39,000 views in a week. So that's not it's not it's not exactly a huge viral video either, is it? It's on on the edge of the internet here. Um I don't know whether I mean this I think I'd either found it off of Reddit or 4chan just by sort of because I'm one of those people I watch those two sites rather than ever post on them. I just write, read them and see, you know, people put a news article up or a video to watch and, you know, read the comment section. But um background i mean we're talking we're nearly 19 years aren't we it's the ninth is the 9th of august 2020 and this is 11th of september 2001 <clears throat> i have no idea so it says on the screen right now it says raw video footage by joshua good joshua pfeiffer um on a jvc mini dv camcorder this footage was never released before um uh, i i'm absolutely amazed by it. i don't know who these people are i don't know anything you know anything of the source with a channel name of rdpl 20 stywk i don't imagine they're the most sort of uh open person with having footage like this this is incredible stuff um I think hopefully just by the listeners at the moment, because ideally we put this to a sort of along to the YouTube video at some point, but just for listening and talking through it, uh, it's a 30 minute video, Al. So, I mean, how far we get through how, how it works, but um, there's so much of the actual, A, the quality of the video, but also the nature of how the people are talking. You know, it strikes me at the, you know, when you're in, the, in an event, you sort of know more than you do after the event you know it was a fight it was a an attack uh you know it was a bombing and some of the footage looks very um you know so so much on the other side to the official narrative you know very very uh alarming footage really you'd think that this would have been hello just drops off the it's the government. It's the ears. They're after us, aren't they? Just, uh, um, I don't know where the recordings go with this. I've just clicked record on your channel there. So I don't know. Oh, so yeah, they'll, they'll get saved and you can just um, like put them into one episode and it will just kind of like seamlessly flow from one to the next. This Brilliant. happens all the time. I record over the phone. Oh, that's great. So, I mean, I guess uh, there was a little bit of introduction there. Hopefully we've got it all. Um, genuinely, mate, to answer your question, I don't have a lot of information on the source here. Yes. Um, we, everybody, uh, say, what would you say? Everybody over the age of about 10, 
no, five. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Let's work this out. Uh, 20, 20, so it's 19 years ago, isn't it? So there's anybody yeah. over, under the age of 10, sorry, is going to have not even been alive for the event. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's anybody over the age, between sort of 25 and 40, this is our wheelhouse really, isn't it? It's either we're just young enough to know, yeah, 9-11 was the big event of our lives, but we didn't quite remember it, or you know where you were the day it happened. Yes, yes. And um, this footage is alarming to me anyway. It's just the, um, I said just earlier before it cut out, A, the quality of the footage, which it doesn't surprise me, but also the um, actions and the commentary of the uh, witnesses. These are eyewitnesses to sort of a historical event at the end. What surprises you about, about about the reactions? Well, I think the fact that they use the word bomb multiple times um, and the fact that the guy either seems to be behind the camera or standing next to the cameraman or camera woman um, is they're they're dismissing it because they hear they hopefully we hear this on the news. Someone's already mentioned about on the news. So this is the time period between just after the first bombing and the second bombing. We have to. They use the words bombing. I wouldn't, yes. you know, I would rather use the, well, I wouldn't rather use, I'd rather use the most truthful terms, but these are people who can't be more than, we'll be able to judge it, but it looks so... Like 200 feet away, no, like 300 feet maybe. Yeah, that's it, anywhere between feet and yards, isn't it? And you're just looking, wow, like the length of a football pitch or two, maybe three, maybe four, but that's so close in a city. I mean, you yes. know... Hackney, Hackney, you walk a few few streets, don't you? City of London, you walk a few streets, and yeah, the buildings might change a little bit, but you've gone past so many residential or business areas, so many lives are within a few city streets, aren't they? Rather than a village street, there's only a sort of like, you know, 50, 200 people on it, you know what I mean? At most, but rather than on a New York or London, you're talking thousands and thousands of people aren't they just so close so should we uh shall i press play and then see how this goes yeah go ahead right so uh if you need to pause at any time and uh, any any thoughts any comments i'm just about to light a cigarette so if you hear any lighting back <laughs> right i'll just move my phone a bit closer turn the volume up so uh this is eyewitness video 11th of september 2001 or 9-11 if you have to use the American uh, order, let's go. And it um, just as well, so the video at the end of it, after sort of 25 minutes, it goes to show the um, them walking through the city, doesn't it, of, of New York? Yes. And that's quite interesting as well, because he's saying right there and then it's a bombing, it's not a, uh, you know, plane deal, so... So they're walking out. Yeah. Holy. It looks like you're looking at a bomb at them. Yes. Yeah, there is. A lot of paper. Yeah, and a lot of people sort of jumping. So this is one of those historical events where you don't actually have the excuse not to see all the footage or have all the information at this point. Mm. Well, you know, and given the mm. influence it's had over sort of the world, that to have this footage where there isn't a plane in the sky, there's not even a sort of 
in the background, sort of a few planes hanging overhead, you know? It's the weird sort of scene that we're looking at. Yeah, that is very strange, actually. Paper everywhere, but you'd think that you would see things in the background, like, you know, just the just the lines of the, you know, jet fuel or whatever you call it. Yeah. Chemtrails. By the way, I swear we just heard a bloody hell. The one thing that struck me was how people went from being shocked to kind of joking about it, but you can just see that it's just an instinctive coping mechanism. They're kind of breaking to laughter, and it's like they're watching their fucking city become attacked and they're breaking out into jokes and humour. It's mad. That, though, I always find that with darkness, you do get a little bit of insight. So he says, at some point we'll hear it, he says, 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.45 in the morning, there's no one in those buildings, get the fuck out of here sort of thing. Nobody's Nobody's going to have died. Nobody's in the buildings that early. And that, mate, I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. Of bloody course. You would get, like, I mean, you're talking, what's it, a hundred-odd-story building, two buildings, um, nine, between nine and ten, in the, eight, and nine, eight and ten. I can't remember the exact times, because obviously it's out, we're the, we've got the time zone difference, haven't we, here? So yeah. I remember half, half past three at school finishing. So that would have been half nine, half... 10 sort of thing with because I can't remember when the daylight say I know it sounds stupid but the daylight savings can fall at a really weird time and mm. it's been four hours difference between London and New York rather than five but it ultimately could have also been six you know if it's fallen on a weird week where the uh, date where the clocks are falling back different but um it the given given that it's like a random Tuesday morning, nine ten o'clock, I don't know if you are going to be at max capacity at that time of the morning. And I guess pe- people are going in at uh, people are clocking in at nine o'clock. That is the usual workday, isn't it? Absolutely, you think so? Uh, we'll just carry on here, but I don't know how's it how's it sound across to you? All right. Bricks, there's a bomb just went up in the orchard center. There you go. Oh, wow. I'm on the roof. Yeah, all right. It's so close. You saw, I didn't know it was there, but like, I went, you think, and I heard like a big airplane crash. I saw things fall from my window. I'm sorry, he's just about to ask how do you know it was played, but um, I reckon that person there has already heard the news. You know? Oh, hang on, are you there? Sorry, mate. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I was just checking that how's the volume coming through and all that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's interesting that, that he, he said that it was an aeroplane because... Like you said, I don't think they saw an aeroplane going in there, but yeah, again, they they might have just heard the news report. Yeah, no, I, I think that's just about to come now. So let me just, uh, I'll, I'll let it run for another couple of minutes and then I'll pause again and then we'll cool. talk. Cool. I heard, I heard. Yeah, it's just a people, It does get eerie in a second. Yeah. With the people jumping out of towers. That yeah, that's cool. rough. Yeah. 
I looked out my window and I could see things falling down the building and I couldn't tell what it was. I was like hanging out my window looking. seem to I mean it's funny the lad walking out there just with a bowl of cereal just having the sort of having the sort it's it seems like such a yeah like a weird weird event they mustn't be older than 20 sort of 25 at the oldest they could be as young as 16 you know do you think they're that, that young I thought they were kind of like young professionals sort of like under 30s I wasn't sure whether they were still like college students, that sort of university age, all mm. the way to, yeah, like you say, and especially given their location. I mean, bloody hell, gotta have some serious. You'd think they'd have some serious numbers there for their residents to be so close to the World Trade Center. So I was thinking that maybe they could they could have wealthy parents and be sort of kids in that sort of top end of high school. Merit. Yeah, and, and I mean, what? Why? I, I, it kind of looks like a dorm situation because there's so many of them in one space. Exactly. I'm thinking it could be New York, NYU, New York University students, nine, yes. ten, not got a lecture till midday, sort of thing. It's the beginning of the beginning of the school year, almost, isn't it? August, September. Yes. Um, if they were high school students, you'd imagine they'd all be in school. Or uh, the professionals they'd be working work precisely so i'm thinking they're either the university age group or they're recent graduates you know they they could be actors or musicians for you know that sort of yeah they could no as well like you don't know if half of them are on a come down or hung over and that's why they've that's why they're making jokes and stuff i think yeah. i think the english language invites it almost needs the um we don't have because it's a Mongol language. We sometimes don't have our own original terms, so we sort of describe things with lots of words. Whereas, uh, you know, in in a given language, there'll be a precise term. So, um, our our gallows humour, as we call it, I think, mm. is more of a it's a sort of evolutionary survival trait to deal with the hard times. You have to have sort of hard language. Yes. Uh, and uh, 
yeah no we don't have to deal with tragedy that's like you know you either need the humor well it's too soon to start joking about it but you can basically only laugh on the day or or at the funeral sort of thing if somebody dies after that you kind of don't speak ill of the dead do you no, unless it's like on a, an internet forum or something. No, not exactly. <laughs> You've got massive, massive amounts of anonymity, yeah. Yeah. But I think this is the whole point where it got... I remember it even being... I've seen news arguments. Oh, you don't want to go into Iraq or Afghanistan. Oh, you're betraying the dead of 9-11. It's like, wait, hang on a second. No, I'm not. Like, what on earth are you talking about? How are they related? But you could see that... Yeah, I mean, on the day they were talking about it being Osama bin Laden. Now, obviously, these people are just witnesses. They're not going to know any of that information, but they're using words like crash, explosion. The word bomb's been used. Uh, there's already scepticism with the uh, plane. Mm. High and because of the location, you have to go a long way in and very low it it might be a skyscraper but relative to uh the other buildings there's not a lot of error the room for error there i'm sorry that could have completely missed if it was a targeted plane it could have missed it just as easily as he's hit it uh given that the sort of the room you know what i mean the room for error there yeah so anyway, uh, we're at five minutes, 49 seconds. I know that about at about 11 minutes, the second incident happened. So we might pause just before then. And then, uh, so, yeah, let's carry on. Cool. Cool. Why? Well, I wondered whether the, if it was just mainly like the the, the steel, the steel and the sort of building and the paper. Does it does a sort of chemical fire have a different colour smoke to uh, all all serious bodies? Yeah. I just wonder that. That's not like me knowing anything. I'm just. I see. Just thinking out loud. It's very no. I'm saying, but it's it's horrifically black smoke. So yeah. that would disguise. You'd assume that would disguise the human bodies. If we accept the plane theory and the jet fuel uh, gets to such temperature that it melts through the column, that that makes the sort of cascading effect or the which is which is ridiculous. Yeah, I, it is ridiculous because at the end of the day, I'm just like, where's copycat attacks? Why wouldn't why wouldn't the shard or you know why didn't it, Grenfell fall to the ground? Same fashion, yeah, exactly. There was there's yeah. massive Yeah, no, there's lots there's lots of this with um yeah, controlled demolition jobs is basically Yeah. It looked well, entirely controlled. It does, considering um you'd think that I don't know, I would just think that if it's a plane and it's doing in a structure why is it going to have massive collateral damage on other blocks? The building falling completely sideways, hanging around for days almost as well. If the plane's mm. put like a hole in the side of the building, it's not going to fall down because in the Second World War, I think a world um, a German bomber hit the uh, Empire State Building. Wow! Yeah, flew into it. East Seaboard. No uh, way. I think it's like 1943 or something. It's like, you know, it wasn't. Um, I think it might be classified for a few decades and that, but I've, you know, I've seen seen an, an, a, a, different pictures of it. Uh, it doesn't surprise me either because they had all sorts going on on both the coast in the United States on the Second mm. World War. But um, 
that takes weeks and weeks to fix. It doesn't bring the building down if the plane flies into it. They're designed for missile attacks and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Um, you know, these buildings are built in the 70s, I think, or the 80s, or 60s, the Cold War. So you're expecting all sorts of contingency, notwithstanding the fact that, is it Larry Silverstein? Yeah. Takes the insurance out on the building on both buildings as well, because he manages to get a double payment, I think 700 billion on each building or something. Wow. Yeah, uh, so not just to take it as one World Trade Center, he's like, no, building one and building two got knocked down. Uh, right, carry on, sorry, I interrupted way too quick. Cool. Twenty-five floors out of here. Yeah, that's you a see lot. The fire in the center, right there. You can see it. It's small. Eight forty-five in the morning. Oh, that's yeah. That's how early it is. Eight forty-five. Have you heard of, of, of this? Um, I think it was in the comments that people were told to stay at home that day. Yeah, I, I, I was reading that as well. I wonder, wonder why. Yes. Apparently, the night before on September 10th, there was two things that happened on September 10th, which is really interesting. There's Donald Rumsfeld saying that they, they, there's missing billions in the Pentagon budget. Yes. And... Um, the Spice Girls were on like a Comedy Central Saturday Night Live sort of sketch, uh, you know, John Stewart show, that sort of uh, Jimmy Kimmel the talk show host thing. And apparently on that, there's um, imagery in the background. Now, that's something I've just read. I've never seen the own footage, but it's like one of those things that gets scrubbed from the Internet. Yeah. But, um, you know, a sort of prophesizing the bombing the next day. It was like, wow. You know, yeah, um, and they were saying that there was the sort of sat uh, that sort of show was there for people just to have like a good time, the last good time before sort of September 11th comes around. Damn, damn it, isn't it exactly? But um, at the moment, I've just paused it seven minutes twenty nine seconds, and I'm looking basically effectively university students in their like two, I think, two girls. Um, <sighs> Yeah, and they've got basically pajamas on. Um, it does look like it's a residential student area, mate. Yeah, given yeah, it the, does. Just given their age, that they're old, they're old enough to be on mobile phones as well in two thousand and one. I'm sorry, but you, you're not going to be a child and have a mobile phone, really, are you? No. I mean, I, I may have had one by this point. I've been eleven. But I'm sure it was. This is the point where you're arguing about having a phone because you're now at secondary school, sort of thing. Um, yeah, because I say I was 11 years old. I turned 12 in uh, January, just coming up. So, wait, what year were you born? Were you born in 91? 90? 90. 90. 90, 1990, 25th January. Nice. Yeah, so um, I think a friend just had their 12th birthday, sort of thing. They, you know, on the weekend before. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, crazy. So, yeah, let's carry on with this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're 80. They're 80. Yeah. I thought my neighbor was having sex with her. I think they're quite wealthy as well. So given the fact they've got these then oh they could be nurses as well actually. She looks like she's wearing nurses gear. Okay. 
No, I don't know. No, no, no. Sorry, they're just just basic chucky. No, it's just the the fact this sort of standard, the quality of their phone. Yeah. Their, their clothes. Location. The residents. This is way way too off market just to be random you and given this quality of video this i'm i wouldn't like to hazard a guess of like the bit rate of stuff because i'm not great with it but it's just it's not high definition by any stretch but it's very good quality considering they're zooming in yes and it's 2001 there was not really a lot of um commercial camcorders around they did have good quality. No, they, they had they had the quality with the sort of JVC camcorders were quite good. Um, um, they were they did have decent quality. This is like the point just before the internet with the mass market. So you got Kodak cameras were still like mm. they everyone raved about them with yeah. with your camcorders. No, people would spend hundreds and hundreds on camcorders. So you could imagine. I guess that that kind of lends itself to how wealthy these people are because they've got an expensive camera in 2001. It looks like, I've watched so many episodes of Friends, it looks like that. It looks like a Halloween special of Friends. So no one told you life was going to be this way. I was watching The Sopranos the other day and um, season one was filmed before. Oh, there's people jumping out of the building. (laughs) There was, I'll just mute that because they're sort of screaming. Um, I was watching season one of The Sopranos and the introduction of that. Um, the has the towers and over, you know, as it's sort of doing the intro shots. And um, there were some shows where they sort of edited it out, and I don't like that. I think you've got to keep them in there. You can't, you know, you can't go back and edit. I think, yeah, films and TV shows where they don't, they don't show that episode because it's got there at the World Trade Center and you're like that's stupid it yeah we can't pretend like it never fucking existed that's, that is that's a, that's the uh, juvenile childish reaction to death you can't have that yeah because end of the day that disgraces the memory of people who died I mean I mean I've seen a few three or four of these bodies throwing themselves out there must they must have locked some of the doors or something so they couldn't get through. Mad. You know? maybe, maybe there was fire sort of blocking the staircases and it's not like they were using the lifts. Yeah, I mean, the lifts... Oh, oh hang on, right. So it's 11 minutes, 33 seconds. Right, hang on. Just going back. Uh, 11.13. Here we go. Right. Yeah. What's this commotion? Oh my god! Oh my god! Holy shit! I just got that. Well, we kind of get it. That's Yeah, that's the fucking thing, man. If he would have just kept his camera on it a second before, he would have actually got it. That's the whole thing with like, uh, the, like around twelve minutes on the dot. We'll hear their commentary after you and I talk, but th- that's where it's like we don't see a plane, don't see any of that. So that's up for um, the speed it would go out. Yeah, it could be missing, but I'm still thinking, where's the tail? Where's where's certain bits of the bill? You know the wind. wait. Is is there actual footage? Like did the new? Am I correct in thinking that the news had footage of a plane hitting the towers? Well, no. There's the footage that everybody's seen like millions of times. But um, yeah, no, no, there is that, that. But I think that again, that is your is your edited. Um, it's only a yeah. few seconds clip. There's there are there are clips, but this this one here. I'm not seeing why is there not a tail? I mean, we'll carry it on. But you know, well, what you mean? well think think about if there was a plane heading towards your direction, you'd be able to hear a fucking like I I I train next to London City Airport, 
And when there is a plane taking off and landing, you hear that motherfucker from like a mile away. So, so they would have been aware of an impending plane, especially flying that low. It would be like that. It's that, yeah, it's the echo, isn't it? As well as the actual sound. There's two sounds, aren't there, with a the plane? There's the yeah. engine that, as it's making the noise over, overhead and the noise it made five seconds ago, it carries, doesn't it, because of the speed it moves at. So that's where I'm looking at... I'm thinking it's a drone, mate. I'm thinking it's a missile, and that's yeah. where the missile itself gets edited into a plane later. You know, they just add some wings to it. Wings to it, blow it up by twenty percent. Bang! There you go. Looks like a plane. It's a drone. Or do you think? Do you think that the explosives are planted inside of the building? Um, I'm thinking two. Yeah, two things, as well as the. Uh, cutting of the support columns, the beams which run right through the building. Uh, uh, of that size, you don't just have the foundations and the frame, you've got the actual in, inner column, don't you? Mm. So I'm thinking there's been like work done on the 10th of September or the week before. They've cut, they've cut the angles uh, of the support columns, set charges in the, both the basement and through the middle. Where the where the missiles due to hit, when that blows up, it combusts and adds the extra explosion that that's causing the extra black smoke. That's why I think there's two missiles. If you look as well, sorry, at the moment I've got to pause. Twelve minutes. The missile is hit from, or, or the explosion. It looks like it's come from both the same side. Mm. Like on both the towers, what I can't remember the South Tower and North Tower or whatever it is. Um, they look at different heights here, but that just could be because of the angle. Mm. I'm thinking, yeah, they've they've smashed into it with a with a missile because considering we've got drone technology now, 20 years later, uh, just commercial. You and I can go out, spend a couple hundred quid, get a drone. Mm. See why you're not going to have 20 years ago uh, the higher level tech private industry is going to have basically better quality than what we're using now, you know? I think the military had access to drones for sure back then, definitely. They definitely had access to, um, as a working example, what we see as Google Earth today, 15 years years ago was um, commonplace military operations, uh, NSA, that sort of... Yes. CIA, FBI stuff. They they had access where they could look at anything live around the world um, at this point. So I think I think that the nature of who's done the attack is it's why um, is why it's gone to you have you have to accept the official narrative because if you if you if, if everybody accept doesn't accept it. You do have a revolution because that, that's a proper, you know, the death toll and the amount, the actual fact that this was put through the media for, for years on it. Yes. This is years and years of, oh, remember 9 11. 9 11 was two years ago. 9 11 was three years, five years ago. Yes. That sort of stuff. Oh, we've done this, we've done that. We're doing this because of 9 11, 9 11, 9 11. And uh, if it turns out well, it's got nothing to do with Bin Laden, it's got nothing to do with Islam, and it's got everything to do with the same people who've done the coronavirus, um, same people who funded ISIS, all of that, um, you know, if people go mad, people people will start, will lose complete faith in the system. So, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, such a, it's such a big deal because... If this had been an event that happened, uh, you know, 1960 or 1971, then you'd have had mass World War Three mobilization. I, I think, you know, like with uh, why, why do you think that? Well, I think given that, say, like Pearl Harbor, um, sinking of Lusitania, uh, assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, um, sort of the invasion with the Nazis. Uh, in Europe, they all sort of lead to mass mobilizations, don't they? So the Gulf of Tonkin, yeah. well, with the um, Vietnam War, um, 
you had that sort of mass mass media was controlled by either the government or or people who actually had an interest in going to war or yes. going to war. I think that just because it was the internet age, you instantly had like a kickback straight away. You had a truth for movement, um, you know. I, I don't know if it was like a fully fledged internet age, but I think the bigger factor is the fact that most nations had access to atomic weapons and you can't start World War Three like that because it's not going to end well for anyone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got that whole... Terror- if, it was, if it was like the 40s, then perhaps that would have uh, started a World War Three. but what it did do is begin a, a massive um, plunder fest in the Middle East by all these Western countries. Like Everyone went into the Middle East and got their fill. You know, it was... You know, yeah. We did, the UK did, um, the Netherlands did, the Danish did, all these European countries and, and America. France, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other problem as well is that um, you have uh, China at the same time in Africa. Yes. Uh, China sort of, um, whilst, and also, like you sorry, say it about the Middle East, I think it sort of, validates or legitimizes their presence you know they were already in the middle east the gulf war was 10 years earlier wasn't it yeah well we've got to stay now if you're attacking us we've got to stay yes now you've got to miss your silly arabs god if you just not attacked you know um I think about it. They, they created an income stream going there. You know, they created an income stream in terms of resources, in terms of weapons contracts, in terms of uh, yeah. rebuilding contracts. And you don't just end the war because you just end all of that money that you're you're generating. Precisely that. And you've also got the the worst thing for the ordinary person in the West is that look, nobody's in favour of the sort of barbarity of war. Um, nobody is in favour of the stupid politics of, of of this Middle East war. But all the profits have gone to multinational corporations, people who are never going to, uh, you know, suffer the consequences of this because they're people who live in, in Europe who are Muslim who support the terrorist attacks because of, you know, the war in Iraq or war in Afghanistan. You're like... They're not related at all in our eyes because, mm. like, look, you know, we don't, we've not told our soldiers to go and kill women and children. That's Muslims who are setting bombs to the Quran. They are IEDs on cars and stuff. You know, mm. that's not our that's not our soldiers doing that. They all our soldiers have to learn how to sort of disarm bombs and stuff. And you're like, well, that's not us doing that, is it? It, it, do, you know, do, do you know what I think? I think that Alexander Solzhenitsyn said it best, and it, those words will ring on forever. But he said that he said, if only it was so simple as to find the evil ones and cast them out from society and do away with them. But he said the reality is that the line that divides between good, that divides good and evil runs between the heart of every man. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you're a Muslim or a or a U.S. soldier because. You can go from being a saint to to a devil, um, um, depending on on circumstance and everything. So, um, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. But with with this, uh, so we'll go back to the video in a second. Sometimes it's a good idea to pause from it because it's, you know, there's one generation's got the man landing on the moon, um, yeah. and then sort of what's that? Thirty two years later. Uh, we've got 9-11 and wow. that's the sort of difference there's a, basically a generation there isn't it almost 30 years I guess I find generations one of those words that's got a sort of moving value it's not like decade or century no. generation could be anything from sort of 20 odd years to sort of 40, 50 years can't it? But, yeah. Uh, with this because we know that there's so much that happens afterwards um i also think you know it being released on youtube a week ago i don't know whether this has been widely available it's just 
uh, you know, this video, this channel has uploaded it, you know? Yes. Mm. But, um... Do you think, do you think that, so why do you think that this does only has 39,000 views? Do you think people haven't shared it? Because I, I would not have been aware of it if you hadn't messaged me with this. Yeah, I've only sent it via text. I wasn't sure if you were actually getting it. Um, I sent it via WhatsApp, and I'm sorry, via Instagram, via text, a few people. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure to start with. I've seen a few YouTubers um, show how it, like, basically sets the number. Until it goes over a certain point, it won't show that it's a high numbered. Ah. Right. So I've seen someone have it, like, they're watching a YouTuber or comedian called Nick DiPaolo. Yes. And uh, it's like live and it's got 4,100. And then he, the person's recording on their phone, refreshes it, and it's 41,100. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know whether... Um, but that, that was a live recording where the, the viewership can fluctuate. Yeah, I know, but um, he did it a few... You know, when he does it a few times and it's like, look, it's higher now, it's, there's more people... Um, so I, I, yeah, exactly. It's a live, it's a live recording. Yeah. But I think they, I think they can uh, limit the number of views. That it at least says that it's got. And also, or, or perhaps the algorithm can suppress it. You know. Yeah, it will do because it's not. A, it won't be a. Um, it's not like a channel where. Um it's like verified in a sense, you know what I mean? Like if I, I've done a couple of videos on YouTube, it's got my face. And then if I go to put this video up, um, it might, it might take off more if, if people go out of the way to share it. Sometimes people go out of the way to share it as well as 39,000 views. Well, that could technically be half a million people because, you know, four or five people watching it on one view, you know? That's true, that's true, yeah. Obviously, you're mainly thinking it's going to be 39,000 people who have watched it. Some people twice and three times, I don't know how many times. Um, When when the view clicks in as well, after so many seconds it counts as a view, before so many seconds, I don't know if it does, you know? Yeah. Um, So there's all of that with the accounting, right? uh, Right, back on, yeah? 12 minutes. Yes. 12 minutes yes. on the Oh, my God. Soldiers jumped again. Oh, my God. I just saw someone jump again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It doesn't look like there's a hole big enough for a plane to have been there. That's what I mean, I, I don't know how to judge that. What's that, mate? I don't know how to judge what the hole size should be, you know. Yeah, but... no, just thinking the shape and the sort of devastation, it looks, it looks way too... They look different. To start with. and the, was there was there plane debris found um yeah i think they said there was along with the bloody passport of the one of the see bombs. that's crazy the passport was found okay stupid that's like i've got to like the other problem as well right in um islam um with the masons the jews um they all have like different bits of their faith where like we're allowed to tell you lies because you don't follow our faith, basically. Mm-hmm. If you're stupid enough to believe us, that's your own dumb fault. Now, mm. I think that you, you could get a level of people who are in power who like they tell us that masks aren't going to help. But then they're the same people who say wear a mask. And it's just like, well, you're stupid enough to go along with that. That's your own fault. You're going to get sick. Um, uh, I, uh, 
I think that they've given so many different or added bits to the story that the story ends up collapsing in on itself. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, I think given that you have, again, like we're saying, that there are people who are under the age of 18, they can watch sort of three or four hours worth of 9-11 footage without the um, noise of our sort of youth and upbringing. And yeah. go, hey, no, 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 it, it, this. They'll see something completely different. And it's like, no, you can see on this side when there's this shot, there's no smoke. But then three seconds later, there's loads of smoke. And, you know, I don't know, whatever it will be. But they're not going to come with the sort of fear of talking out against it rather than a lot of us when we would have been teenagers or the young adults at the time. So people born at the in the 80s turning sort of 18 to 20, right, mm. uh, on this day in this era. So they're still at that point where are they youths, are they you know, speaking ill of the dead, all of that sort of convention that comes into it. Yeah. You know, the people who would plan out an attack like this would rely on 10 to 20%, 30% of the population knowing better, but not speaking up because they don't want to upset the, you know, little old lady on the bus or something. Mm. So, let's have a look. Yes. Right, turn the volume back on. 14 minutes, Right, I say I'll I'll um I'll turn it down a bit and we'll just keep it running. So talk yes, about... yes. I know you said um got an earlier night. Yeah, I've got to be up at like five tomorrow. Right. Okay. I say we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll close this uh so come to like the end. Close the last ten minutes now, mate. If that's all right. Yeah. Beautiful. So we'll keep I'll keep the video just running in case anything like remarkable happens, but. No, I figured we might as well have a look at it and uh Yeah. Do you know what's funny? I went to a I went to a party yesterday sort of by chance and I ran into an old friend and he told me that he's been doing research over lockdown on, on all this kind of stuff. And he knew all of his shit, man. He'd done such good research. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, um... it was great. I was saying the other day about like the critical mass of people to sort of be at that point. Yeah, and well, then I mean, it was funny. It was funny because we we were talking about the the fact that most people are kind of conditioned and programmed from a very young age to kind of be submissive and just go along with what they're told. Like, look, we found the passport that that is completely unharmed, and they're like, okay, yeah, um, and and you can't, and it's the same people that will. You know, if you just say Donald Trump, they'll be like, oh, he's a rapist, he's racist, he's this, he's that. And if you just say to them, why do you think that? They don't really know why. And they don't realize that they've been programmed by the liberal media that they're watching. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. I think um, one of the girls overheard that we were having this conversation. And then everyone's attention was brought to the fact that he was alluding to um, Trump being not the Nazi that everyone portrays him to be. And everyone, there was like a fucking witch cry. There was like a, a, a witch hunt and he had to like level out the situation. It was kind of interesting to watch. I wish I could have, you know, uh, just appeared in the corner of the room at that point. <laughs> because I had it, I had that in my local shop where the guy, yeah. like, why is Donald Trump? He's just such a retard. He's such a retard. And I was like, well, obviously... You, you've got to look at the person he's running against at the moment. Joe Biden's clearly got dementia. Yes. And he, like, looked at me like his eyes went a bit puppy dog. And I was like, and you've also got to remember that in the United States, there are hundreds of millions of 
Christian Americans. So if you're not a Christian from the outside in Britain, which is a largely secular country with a very like depreciating slapstick, uh, anti-Christian humor sort of, you know, you can mock Jesus and there's no, like it's, it's not going to bat an eyelid. You do it to the Muhammad or um, any, any sort of Jewish uh, figure or Hindu or Sikh, you're getting into sort of the racist territory, aren't you? Yes. But with um, with America, you've got 100 million, 150 million. Sunday would be church today, that sort yeah. of thing. That's going to look weird. That's going to look stupid if you're not, if we're not in that culture. Yes. Adding adding guns as a factor as well. Adding 21 as a drinking age. There's three massive cultural differences between two English The Constitution students. as well. We don't really have a constitution over here, yeah, do we? we don't have a constitution. And this is where everybody gets confused when they even come into contact with the police. Nobody's actually, nobody, not even the police officers, are actually sure on what the rights are. Who really has to give their information over to a copper, like the name and address? All of that stuff. Yeah. Um, basics. We don't have that. Rather than the United States, um, I feel that... Uh, they do have the whole right. There's right to sort of personal property, search and seizure. Um, they have a right to sort of obviously carry firearms and that. So there's lots of sort of uh, rights that they already emboldened with, like the American citizen, the the, the uh, English citizen, the British citizen isn't just yes. on the basis of what they can say, what's clearly theirs. Because uh, a police officer could turn up at mine right now, bang on the door. I uh, sort of open the latch. Uh, hello, officer. You are. We need to come in. No, and then within two seconds, it's smashing the door in. Yeah. Um, rather than they would need a warrant, and obviously they do need that anyway. They would go through that. But if they suspect that there's a crime being committed, I'm not sure. You know, I mean, I don't the rights that American police officers have, but I, I know that a British copper can sort of work their way. Can can get into a house. Mm. If, Crimes being committed and all the rest of it. Yes. So I mean, no, I, I would have liked to have been there with with the sort of way in which they do attack Donald Trump because, like you say, if it's the London bubble as well, mate, that sort of it is very much like New York in the. It's a very liberal place, London. Yeah, I mean, it's also the whole they think of it as their own country mindset. You know, the London yeah. mayor election. I've seen. Uh, God, away. enough of the sort of on the street discussions and it's just like oh god yeah it's more important than the prime minister that sort of thing and you're like what but it is obviously because it's London I mean I don't I, yeah I know I hopefully uh, uh, hopefully I mean he goes Sadiq Khan and Britain needs a candidate that's not from the main parties I think mm. No, like you're gonna have a labor, you're gonna have a labor versus a conservative, uh, whoever the conservatives will pick or get whatever. But I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Sadiq Khan is, uh, yeah, he shouldn't be playing sort of you know the sort of politics with Donald Trump and all the Twitter and all of that stuff. That's you know, yeah, that's a- that's just a little bit childish, isn't it? It's like, I mean, it's not your place to criticize the president of the United States. As a mayor of London, how, how? I mean, it's like the fucking mayor of Foxville, Arizona, criticizing Boris Johnson. So who are you? It really should be who, because um, the other thing as well is that we are we've got out of this habit of sort of seeing the English speaking world as sort of a world in 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 and of itself, because yeah. you know having the EU thing and you've got the UN and all of that, but the English and the Australians or the South Africans and the Canadians or the Americans and the sort of West Indians and Indians and and the Scots and that, it's like massive amounts of the world all connected by that one language. Um, And, and yeah, of course it it invites in all the Europeans as as well, because naturally Europeans who learn English as a second or third language, you know, they're grammatically more well-grounded than the sort of native English speaker and and the everyday American as well. There's no harm in saying that. Yeah. Um, 
But then there's obviously, you know, massive percentages of immigrants who, because we've had this sort of ghettoization in England, there's not the sort of um, d drive and demand to speak English, you know, um, fluently, coherently, uniformly, like, you know, everyone having the sort of easy to understand. We have got lots of people who just don't need to speak English. Uh, mm. Yeah, as well as in Florida, Texas, California, uh, you don't even need to speak. You, you know, you can just speak Mex Spanish. You know, you're Mexican. You don't. You live your whole life. Barely need to speak a word of English. Mm. You know, um, yeah. and that's 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 fine in a free world, no problem. But when it comes to sort of being able to communicate around big issues like your nine elevens and your coronaviruses. It's bad. It's tough enough with two people who speak English, and if they've got different, like I don't know, academic level or different levels of paranoia, fear yeah. with Donald Trump. Political stances. I mean, it, it it seems like the the mask is a left versus right issue. You know, it really does, doesn't it? It is yeah. a liberty versus a authority issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you know what book I'm reading at the moment? Um, 1984 by George Orwell. I hadn't read it yet. Brilliant. Yeah, it's in the it's in the cupboard behind me. It is one of those things. It's almost like if you've got it, read a couple pages a day, sort of thing. Just uh, keep yourself humble and realize, yeah, wow. It's almost like he's a time traveler. Do you know what I think? Yeah. It's like he's he's actually slipped in. You know, I don't know when Back to the Future was made, but bloody hell. <laughs> um, that's 1984 as well. No, do you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, well, one, one thing that struck me in that book is, is um, he keeps kind of mentioning how the, the party, the, uh, the Big Brother party, they rewrite all the history books. And if you say that the history is falsified, then they would just take you away and you'd get vaporized. So no one argues with it. So then you can't even share that opinion that you have with someone else that the history might be different to what it actually is. So all you're left with is a memory of a history that may or may not exist and they leave you questioning your very own fucking memories. That's cancel culture in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, it is. It is. Tearing down statues, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. As if, as if, yeah, no, there's loads of it like... Um... The Winston Churchill attack, that's crazy. It is actually mad that like even any any ethnic minority, any person who's like living in Britain to value the liberties we have, it stems the last great leader is Churchill. Yeah. Because it's not only that he was like voted out, but he was voted back in in 1950, 51. Wow. So he won a war. Um, there was a bit, I think, electioneering and gamesmanship there because there were a load of people who were abroad who couldn't actually vote. I don't think they had a proper postal ballot system for the services. Yeah. Attlee gets in and they found the sort of National Health Services and all that, but Churchill comes back in uh, in the 50s. He dies and they have like, it's either like a week of mourning or it's like a five-day thing. And it's like, yeah, I don't know if anybody since has had Maybe other than Diana, but I mean, uh, is it? It's true that all great men are flawed. You know, you can't be a great man and not have something that someone can point to and say, "Look, he was not perfect." But you know, in times where uh, where you're needed to to fulfill a role and you become called upon by a mass of people and you do that role, then you you become idolized as a result. So calling it out years before he was given a chance to lead. Um, there's a lot of things with sort of the criticism of Churchill which really falls short. Um, and when it comes to sort of old incident in Eastern Europeans, I've met Eastern Europeans who don't like him. I've, I've bumped into a few lectures, forums uh, of what he did in night. Like, India or the Far East and that yeah. with sort of stuff. And it's like, wait, wait, we were in the middle of a war. Um, he can't be held responsible for not being able to get like the grain and the resources to the people who obviously needed it. They're British subjects at the end of the day. Um, 
there was loads of cables which have come out where it's like he's trying to get people to act, but it's just there's an inability to get sort of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people die in a, a famine and stuff. That's not just like a one-year issue. That's yeah. a whole sort of like local administration as well as sort of the regional thing as well. So to put it all on Churchill as well, we didn't really work in that system. You'd have to put it on the monarchy. We'd still be on, a, on an imperial Britain or, you know, the British Royal or the British Empire or what, wherever the region you're and, in. And the, the, the average citizen, because, the, you know, Churchill wasn't this uh, tyrannical ruler with these ideas that were far flung from the average citizen. He he was voted in because his ideas corresponded with the average citizen. And it turns out that back then there was huge racism and huge prejudice towards ethnic minorities, you know, and obviously it's terrible, but people just didn't have the information that they have now. And the other thing as well is um, with, well, Churchill was a unity government. And I think it's all actually quite fitting that you're talking about Churchill as we started on a 9-11 thing, because <laughs> the leaders we had in the wake of 9-11 None of them were fit to tie his shoelaces, no. even though we can recognise his flaws. He was the head of a unity government, a national coalition, so he wasn't technically voted in at the ballot box. Um, sure. I don't think with that whole sort of mindset, he changes from liberal to conservative. Um, he is obviously post-war voted back in. Um the population size and the percentages of Britain with like ethnic minority, that term, uh, six, well, 30 years ago would almost be foreign, but like 60 years ago, that would be what's that, 1960. Yes. Wind, wind rush has just happened, happening, sort of ongoing, yes. 50s and 60s. They're part of uh, various large construction sites, uh, India. And the West Indies being like the two main areas. But in like, say, the 1951 census, I think you're looking at 99% and more is white British, white English, white Scottish, white Welsh, Irish, you know? Mm -hmm. So 99% in 1951, uh, that's 70 years ago, isn't it, roughly? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can see that sort of the, um, the racism thing is like it's still us looking back because at the end of the day, there wasn't the sort of everyday corner shop or the no. doctor or the doctors from Africa. or, or No documentaries that you can watch about these lands. None of that technology either is there. I mean, no. you've, you've got just radio, black and white telly, um, only so, and also, sorry, the TV things doesn't even really come in properly until the sixties. Yes, uh, on the everyday household, and even that. So, the, the the complexity of like racial discussion, it it doesn't even, uh, it wouldn't even enter everyday life because no. you would have, you know, we've got work tomorrow, <laughs> we've got school in the morning. Yeah. Um, you just didn't have the racial or ethnic diversity, so you're not going to have the discussions. They're not going to exist, are they? Um, uh, yeah. I was going to say, um, I need to shoot promptly, but yeah. do you have any, any last kind of things to say before we wrap it up? No, no, so thanks for the chat this evening, mate. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, wicked to talk. I'm going to listen back and then uh, hopefully just chuck it up and see... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll try and I can I'll be able to hopefully get the link and put it in the description there for the uh, for the list on Anchor, and then I'll attach it in the comments section. I reckon to this video just because uh, why not? But sweet, awesome. Thank you for having me, Keith. Yeah, we could have. Right, well, have a good day tomorrow, mate. Thank you, mate. I'll speak to you very soon. Yeah, nice one, pal. All right. Ta -da. Bye.